0: Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are Two, two girls, girls and a, a bottle, bottle of wine. wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Oh, nope. Just us. It's Ashley's just us. not here today. Yeah. Ashley, there's so many Game of Thrones things that I've been seeing and right? I don't understand. And I wanted to talk about them. I guess <sighs> I'll try and hold them for a couple weeks. I know. Because she's out the next two weeks.
1: Yeah, so we won't see her until for... our I don't remember what day it is. but After the
0: Caitlin Bristow podcast?
1: Yes, that is correct. On the 18th. Goodness
0: gracious. I know. So sad. We're going to the Unicorn Festival in June. We are. My company is having their family fun day on the same day. I was like, nope.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I did the same thing at work. They were like, (laughs) so there was this conference in June. And I was like, is it during the Unicorn Festival? Because if it is, I can't go. And they were like, are you serious right now? I said, oh yeah, we already got tickets. I'm not missing the Unicorn no. Festival to go hang out with genetics people. No.
0: No. So how you been? I've been good. Things are good. Fantastic. What are yeah. we, we Wine on a Dime, and yes. I think it's not technically Wine on a Dime, but I got it on sale.
1: Ooh, actually it is. So I used our Vivino app.
0: Oh, you're amazing.
1: And I took a picture of our label, which uh-huh. um, is the label of Cupcake Vineyards. We are drinking the Red Velvet Wine tonight, mm-hmm. um, 2014. And this tends to be on, uh, the pricing on it tends to be $8.99. Okay. So it is wine on a dime.
0: Then my liquor store lies. Oh, yeah. Because I think it said like twelve ninety nine, and it was on sale for eight ninety nine.
1: Bastards. Rude.
0: Not cool. So Cheers. Oh, yes. Cheers. Let's talk about the wine. Sorry, I totally cut you off. You're about it's to cool. talk about the wine. I am horrible. <laughs>
1: uh, so the red velvet wine is made up of grapes from some of the finest vineyards in California. This wine shows a heady nose of chocolate, deep-rich blackberries, red fruits, and a creamy mocha finish that is unmistakable in its intensity and length. So I don't really taste mocha oh it says that it's good with a barbecue bacon cheeseburger or with dark chocolate fondue so there's that um but i don't really taste the uh mocha but i do taste the blackberries and um it is a great according to the vivino app it is a great value for money similar wines usually cost 33 percent more Um, And it's very popular among Vivino users, more than 1,500 ratings for this specific wine. And um, for me, it's one of my favorite styles of red wine because it's very bold, even though I don't feel like the taste of it is that bold. I feel like the taste of it is actually fairly smooth with a little bit more sweetness than I was anticipating originally. Have you been studying? Uh, No, I'm just reading. Oh,
0: The Vivino app is amazing, people. It makes you sound like you know what you're talking about.
1: I know. I'm going to do this every podcast. This is my plan. Um, It also talks about people that they, some people are actually tasting vanilla in it, which I do not. But most people are getting the cherries and the berry flavor out of it. So.
0: I see that. Yeah. It's one of the red wines that I actually like.
1: Yeah, it's really good. There's even a um, person who reviewed it that said, don't let the word out, better than all of the $20 bottle of wines that we tried this week. I can't talk. Um, But yeah, so it's got some very great, it's like one of the top 15% wines in the world based on its rating. What? Yeah. Top 25% of wines from California.
0: I know it is It is a favorite. I have a lot of friends that like this wine.
1: Yeah. And so far, this is the second best Californian red blend in my personal history on the Vivino app. Really? Yeah. So, you know. And it's great with lamb, poultry, beef, and veal. However, I do not support eating veal.
0: Oh, I love veal. Blech. Don't judge me.
1: I'm not judging you, but I can't handle the taste of it. But anyways. Um, yeah. So that's all I have to say about this
0: uh, wine at this point in time.
1: We did um, have a lovely time trying to get the cork out of it.
0: So. Oh, yes. If you follow us on Instagram, it's the number two oh. girls and wine. Yeah. And we definitely did an Instagram live. Yeah. Um,
1: we may even save it to one of our little stories. You know how on Instagram yeah. they have that little thing? I think we should just start doing that. That'll be one of our highlights is yes. us trying to open bottles of wine.
0: But we have decided that we're yes. going to go have these for That's a proper true. wine bottle opener. Yeah, because
1: we really struggle. So.
0: And I have thought about buying one, but I'm afraid to buy another crappy one. So <laughs> I got I'll go you. and have these with you, let yep. you run with that. Speaking of cupcake wines, yeah, they came out, I guess, today. This article from today, popsugar.com. Cupcakes new canned wine has half a bottle in each man and that's a big old cheers they're yeah so when you're at your baseball games
1: um yes they have that's two amazing. kinds
0: it's the canned cupcake rosé which is a rose gold can and a sauvignon blanc um and it's in a yellow can
1: Ah, oh. yeah yeah
0: yeah. so nice we should check that
1: out yeah we should maybe we should start doing cans of wine
0: the monkey theorem
1: yeah those are dangerous though. and they're
0: disgusting I've tried them and I don't like them. They don't have ones that are sweet enough for me, that I've tried. Maybe I'll try some more. I, I don't really know what to say right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's my opinion. I've only tried a few,
1: but I guess that's probably true. So I I like the you red like wines. the bitter. Yeah, I do. Dry. So, but normally I can only do like one or two because they're so heavy. Yeah, in alcohol <laughs> content. Yeah, content. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So our first topic today, lessons from a six year old. What yes. is that all about?
1: So this weekend, um, we had our niece and our nephew over mm. and our niece is six. Okay. And her name is Layla. And six year olds are just hilarious. She's funny and her I can't I she makes me laugh. Um, but, so, a couple weeks ago, like, a week or so ago, we had some girlfriends over for, um, like, a game night, and we had played Cards Against Humanity, and I made meatballs. Okay. And so, uh, we used an Instapot, and I accidentally hit the wrong setting, and I burned some of the meatballs on the bottom of the pan. Okay. So, Nick was trying to clean it, and I'm coloring with Layla mm-hmm. at the kitchen table, and Nick is talking to me from the kitchen, and he's like, um... So what happened here? And he shows me the thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> um, and he's like, I don't understand. Like, what happened? Like, what did you do? And Layla leans over and she whispers to me, why is Uncle Nick so mad at you? <laughs> and I was like, this is a good opportunity. And I was like, I don't know, Layla. I was like, you should ask him why he's so mad at me. And Nick looks at me. And she goes, she whips around in the chair. She goes, why are you yelling at Amber? And he's like, I'm not. She goes, oh, yes, you are. Oh. She goes, you need to talk to your wife nicer than that.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So he was getting lessons on how to treat his wife. Um, and then a little bit later, I so I continued to use this um, against him. <laughs> so, like, not even five minutes later, Nick said something to me from the kitchen. And I leaned over and I was like, Layla, I was like, Uncle Neck's being mean to me again. She whipped around in that chair so fast and she pointed her little pen. She was like, why are you being so mean to Amber? I thought I told you not to do that. And he was like, what the hell just happened?
0: (laughs) Two against one, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was great. And so he listened to her tell him how he should speak to me and that she shouldn't. And he goes, was it the way I said it or the tone? She goes, it was your tone. You were clearly upset. So Nick gets a lot of crap for his tone of voice because he often sounds like he's yelling when he's not. He's got
0: a deeper voice. Yes. And to a six-year-old.
1: Yeah. And the minute it happened, I looked at Nick and I was like, podcast material (laughs) right here. (laughs) Putting a note in my phone. Uh,
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully he learned some lessons from the six-year-old. Was he, uh, like... Adjusting his tone from then on he out. He was,
1: yes, yeah. Even
0: after she left. No. Oh, <laughs> not so much.
1: Yeah, it only lasted while she was there. Sadly. Mm. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. What's up with two girls and two gay pr- pr- two gays <laughs> proposal? I don't understand. Yeah.
1: So last night, uh, when I was ending Cycle Bar,
0: uh huh.
1: Um, I kept getting these phone calls uh, from Regan. Oh, okay. Where. He wanted to FaceTime me. And one, I was trying on shoes for cycle Bar so I could mm-hmm. purchase some shoes. And then I was driving. So I was like, I can't, I can't FaceTime you. So he calls me and he starts telling me and he's like, So can Nick and I still come to Colorado and be on the podcast? And I was like, Yeah, of course. He was like, you know, we've been talking about this in the with the gays here in lacrosse. And he said, We think that it should be two girls and two gays and four bottles of wine.
0: Oh dear God. I would definitely get called a bitch. <laughs> At least twice. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you guys would have to Uber.
1: Yes. Well, I figured Nick could just drive us here. <laughs> and he can be our content person. Like he can take videos. They're and married, photos right? Regan and Nick. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they can share a microphone. Yes. Because we only have three. I know, yeah. And Ashley, if she wants she to She can join, share one of ours, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be so much fun and so big of a train wreck. Yeah. And he
1: was even, like, trying to think of how to – so he also, side note, he had been drinking since, like, noon. Okay. um, When they called me. Day drinking is the best! Yeah. So, he also was supposed to work at 5 o'clock this morning, so hopefully someone had a shift. Um, Because he was trying to get someone to cover him so he could come in at 10. But I don't know if that ever happened. Um, But, yeah, he was also trying to, like, redo our intro and think about, like, you know, we're two girls and a bottle of wine because – Girls like boobs and men like something. I can't remember all of it. It was like men like
0: balls. I don't know. Like were gays, two girls gays like two something gays and yeah. four bottles of wine yeah. and Yeah. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot I am of wine.
0: excited about this. Yeah. We just have to actually
1: figure out when they're going to get here. Why don't we so. do two bottles of wine?
0: Yeah. Nah.
1: Yeah, we'll just pour a little bit in hours and a lot in theirs. And I feel like it theirs. needs to be a
0: time when Steve is out of town because mm, yeah. he's a sober person, and he's not a huge fan of people when they've been drinking.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So
0: let's mm-hmm. let's get this happening, Amber. Yeah, and my Nick coordinate. can drive
1: up. My Nick can drive us. Yeah, I'll coordinate it as soon as Regan and Nick decide to tell me when they're going to come out. Don't
0: doesn't one of them work for an airline? So it's yeah, pretty Regan. Easy. Yeah, he works at Delta. Yeah, that's a great airline. I know. Not sucking up. Yeah, they're no. They're my favorite. It's great. Well, I like Southwest because yeah. two free bags.
1: Sorry. Right, I know. I like Southwest and then Delta. Yeah. I I try not to fly anything else. United's okay. Uh no. Why? Uh they beat the crap out of somebody.
0: That was one person. I don't care. That and doesn't represent the entire company. Every time
1: I fly with them though, they're rude. I don't get free bags. And they don't have the greatest airlines when
0: I fly. Oh, you know what happened to me? Well, we already talked about what happened to me. Yeah, that was yeah. United. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the gays will be coming to yes. the podcast, and I'm super excited. Can I call them that? Yeah. I don't know the rules.
1: I don't. Well, I think it's different for all of them, but they're fine with being called the gays. They're okay. okay. All right. I call them that.
0: You're fine, Janet. You're fine. They called them themselves that, so it's fine. What we should probably avoid after doing four bottles of wine is shopping online. Yes. Because from fortune, fortune.com, fortune something or other. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, am I, timeinc.net slash fortune? Yeah. That, that America spent over $39 billion while drunk shopping last year. Holy what? crap. Ha- have you done this?
1: No, but I spend enough, I probably spend that sober shopping yeah having the ring app is not cool when my husband checks it all the time he's like i can now see how many packages you're getting because before oh. i used to just hide them and put them in the closet so you know but i feel like drunk shopping is the best kind of drunk you need shopping. need a P.O. box i know I've, we yeah i've heard that before
0: <laughs> um i guess it's a significant step up from 30.4 billion dollars the previous year oh yeah Hmm. And it's it's based on a survey that they did. So 26% of the people surveyed admitted to making a purchase while they're tipsy or worse. If you extra... What's that word?
1: Extrapolate.
0: That to the nation's population, <laughs> it works out to be 53.4 million people. Intoxicated oh. shoppers.
1: See, but I feel like that's also kind of like the best shopping because then you don't know you're getting a package. Right? It just shows up and you're like, oh my God, look at
0: this. The thing that shocked me is men are spending more than women averaging about eight hundred and seventy dollars per year each that's because my experience
1: is that um men don't handle their alcohol as better as well as women do i'm just saying no not that i'm trying to mention any certain male in in particular
0: and millennials are averaging about one thousand forty-seven dollars per year. Of course, they are, as opposed to four hundred and sixty-six for baby boomers and four hundred and sixty-nine for Generation X. It's because they have to. Millennials have to buy all that like avocado toast and stuff.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking Amazon
0: about. Amazon also makes it so super easy. Now. Oh my god! Yeah, two so two super shipping. easy. Sometimes
1: you can get stuff same day from Amazon. It's nuts. What the There's f- an was avocado that? with
0: a skull face. I don't know.
1: Speaking of avocado toast? What? That was a skull with a, it was an avocado skull.
0: Oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> I did not connect. It's cool. So guys, this is just a fair warning. Be cautious when yeah. you're drinking. Maybe don't open Amazon.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Yep. I beg Americans to throw out this vegetable. That was just the headline. We're not actually talking about
0: that. I just read it. I'm like, what are you talking about, Amber? Ah, uh, nothing. Um, Ulta, are you doing the 21 Days of Beauty? No. I definitely got my eyeliner ordered. And I'm lazy AF, so I definitely <laughs> paid shipping. It was Saturday morning, and I was like, I could drive to Ulta. Because I was like, oh, yeah, there's right. an Ulta on my way to work. But my eyeliner went on sale on Saturday. Yeah, see? I
1: don't like this. Like, I feel like they should allow you to like build it up. I don't know. Like based on when you put it in your basket? Yep, I don't care. You don't care. If they're going to charge me freaking shipping anyways. Yeah. The heavier the box,
0: the heavier the shipping. There you go. So they should just let me ship it all at once. I was surprised this next thing oh yeah Ulta is pulling ahead of Sephora and Amazon I well I don't want to buy makeup on Amazon yeah so I I don't know where that comes from
1: I did that once I was like oh this is a great deal and then I got it and it was clearly used and I was like yeah I'm not what am I supposed to
0: do with this that's my fear
1: so I've never bought I didn't obviously use that and then I've never bought makeup again from Amazon. Yes, from Amazon. Clearly, I've bought makeup.
0: <laughs> and according to Forbes.com, both Ulta and Sephora are exceptional retailers. Um, There are over a 1,000 Ulta stores. Holy crap. And about 1,100 freestanding Sephora stores and JCPenney Shop and Shops. Have you been into the JCPenney sh- 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 Shop shopping Shops?
1: Uh, no, because I don't even know what that is.
0: There's one at Park Meadows. Like you can go to the Sephora and then you go to JCPenney's and oh, there's like a mini those. Sephora. Yeah, I don't like going to those because I can't get
1: what I want necessarily.
0: Sometimes you can. And like, I feel like it's less crowded and less pressure.
1: Oh, see, I go to the Sephora in the mornings or I That's order smart. online and high shipping? No.
0: <laughs> so I, well, yes Are and no. Are you a VIB? I'm a VIB. Oh, okay.
1: And so I get free two-day shipping.
0: Oh, Got it. Yeah, I still haven't got my eyeliner. And <sighs> yeah. it's Wednesday and I ordered it on Saturday. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's fine. Is it? It is. What kind of eyeliner is that? It's, uh, you would ask that. Of course I, I would. stay all day.
1: This is what you do to me all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, I was listening to this great song by Top and Gray. And you're like, what song? <laughs> I don't know, Gina. Why are you asking me that? <sighs> oh. I just got some new eyeliner as well. But. What'd you get? See now, I've done it to myself.
0: Um, I this is Stila Cosmetics Stay All Day Waterproof Eyeliner is what I use. Oh, what color is it? Is it black? black? Very, oh. b- very, very black.
1: See, I have recently realized with this new eyeliner, I don't actually like the darker eyeliners on myself. Like, I have a black, and I have like a darker brown. But I'm actually tending to like the, like, I have this rose gold one. And then the one that I bought over the weekend was, I mean, the one that I've had in my closet for a long time, um, <laughs> is this, like, champagne one. And I really like it. I like how much lighter it is. Um, So I'm going to find the name of it.
0: I have a girlfriend that only wears brown eyeliner for work, oh. like the light brown, and then wears black when she's going out I wear black eyeliner during the week, but wear black with wings on the weekend.
1: I cannot do. I can do a wing on one eye and not the other. It's they're never even like I'm drunk
0: My wings every are time. Never even. So I bought the
1: twelve-hour colorful Sephora collection. Okay. Called Blonde Ambition. Blonde Ooh. Ambition beige. So it's a little bit of like a coconut color. Is what I call it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm actually liking that more than the browns because I keep wanting to find a brown that's like a really light mm-hmm. tannish color, but they're all so dark. I just I don't know. Hmm. I feel like I'm liking that better for this. Do you moment like the felt time. tip or the actual like crayon? Um, I use a gel normally, like a gel liner or a crayon. How do you app-
0: apply it? How do you applicator it? Ooh. That's where I was going with that sentence. Um, how do you apply it with the stick? <laughs>
1: Just on my eye.
0: Okay. With like a little bitty mini brush?
1: Uh, No. I just roll it up from the thing and
0: stick it on my eye. That feels painful. Meh. No. Okay. All right. I would like to see this happen sometime. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's just the regular like eyeliner stick and then you just... hmm.
0: No? Okay. How do you
1: apply eyeliner?
0: I use the felt. I like the felt eyeliner. Oh, yeah, eyeliner. that's right. You
1: use the felt eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine's mostly like a crayon, but it's actually like a gel thing, and then I just put it on.
0: See, I used to use the gel, and I'd use like this – it was the gel pot. Oh. No.
1: No. Mine's just a gel stick.
0: Okay. So it's like an eyeliner, eyeliner yes. pen Yes, that you draw on your eye. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> Ulta Beauty just announced sales are up – 14.1 um, percent in 2018 I, it's got to be because of the youtube yeah the oh my god reaching 6.7 billion while lvmh doesn't break out sephora from within its selective retailing group it highlighted sephora's sales group as contributing to its 10 percent corporate growth in 2018 um so i guess when you break that down and forbes does that I don't want to.
1: Yeah, no. Ulta's
0: beating Sephora. Okay. I I like Ulta because they have a great range of the drugstore brands oh, right. all the way up to the high end. That is nice, yeah. Like, you can get your um, Tarte, and then you can get your CoverGirl in the right. same store.
1: See, and I like Sephora butter just because I feel like they have more variety of... Excuse me, that was a hiccup. My goodness. <laughs> um <laughs> is wine kicking your butt like, this is like i've been hiccuping all day i hiccup during a very important conversation at meetings you need
0: some gas pills gas oh, i
1: don't know everyone stared at me in the meeting this morning and i was like i'm
0: sorry it's just a I hiccup hate hiccups do they are they painful for you no see mine are painful oh no. they like dig they dig deep oh no it's, like that's not cool
1: it hurts um so anyway um, what I was trying to say, I thought, I like Sephora because I have a better variety of things, I feel like. I don't feel like I can get as many brands at Ulta. You're right. And some Altas are not always as put together as others.
0: Correct. And I that went, bothers me. One of my favorite YouTubers, um, Casey Holmes, she came out with a Physician's Formula palette. Oh. I think I showed it to you. Yeah, you did. And I was so excited. It was It's only $20, came out. It comes with a highlighter, um, a bronzer, a blush, a lip thing a scent thing and i think three or four eyeshadows 20 bucks from physician's formula and so she collaborated with um with them and it sold out on her on the physician's formula website like that and then it got released in ulta and it sold out on the ulta website like that so i was like no big deal i'll go into the ulta store i walk in and they're like oh no we don't carry physician's formula in this store and i was like I don't understand. It's on your website. Right? Thankfully they restocked it and I was able to get it eventually. But still. Yeah. It was frustrating because I actually got out of my car and walked into the store. Right. Which I hate doing. Mm, yeah. I do Walmart grocery pickup. I back my car right? up. They put it in the back. I say thank you. They won't even accept tips. And I love yes. it. Yes.
1: I know. It's great. I do that as well with King Supers.
0: Yeah. Um, so there's that. We love wine. We love our we wine. We loved wine, yes. Did you love, loved? Do you not love I, lo- wine I think anymore? I was going to say something else, and then it, it didn't. <laughs> we were both struggle bussing. Yeah. We don't usually podcast on Wednesdays. Maybe it's a little too late in the week. <sighs> it might be. I think that might be it so tell us about this next thing that you you brought to the table let's, let's hope I remember
1: um so nine wine myths that are actually not true so when I wasn't here you and Ashley did something about like nine wine truths or yeah. something I can't remember what it was so I thought this might be a like nice little fun thing thing so this says raise your and this hand this is
0: according to Somaliers, who yeah. are the wine experts i met my first sommelier over thanksgiving they like go to classes and oh, yeah. they have to like pass tests and that's there's different right. levels of Somaliers because my my girlfriend was like there's gonna be a sommelier at, at thanksgiving dinner and i was like what? a
1: somalian that's I what like, i would have thought
0: yeah i was like cool i'm not racist (laughs) right and she's like no janet this is what that is and so we had great wine oh yeah
1: i've met a few of them at um grace garden grace when we go there they always come to your table
0: oh nice i've never been to a restaurant where that happens oh
1: yeah that's very nice okay so anyways these whatever word you just said um they reveal nine common myths about wine that it's time to stop
0: believing yeah, so there's a lot of sommeliers that are that are weighing in on this. We should become them. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> now on to the myth busting. So the first myth is that white wine should be served ice cold. Which I
0: don't like anything ice cold.
1: Yeah, I was at a party a couple weekends ago. It was a unicorn party, and it was a birthday party for children, and they had wine there. And they were like, "Would you like some ice in your wine?" And I was like, "No." Well, I definitely put ice
0: in wine. But no. Why? Why would you put ice in your wine? Because I do like my wine chilled, even my red wines. But it was, so their wine was already chilled. Oh, then that makes no sense. So, right,
1: why do I want ice in it? And it was white wine and I had to suck it down anyways because these Neanderthals didn't have any red wine for me. The fact that they had wine, you should be thankful.
0: No. Silver lining.
1: So, anyways, so the truth is is that you've probably heard the idea that red wine should be served room temp while white wine should be served ice cold. But in reality, if the wines are good, you'll achieve the best results if both red and white wines are served in between ice cold and room temperature.
0: Kind of like basement temperature, right? Yeah.
1: Our wine is perfect. We
0: record in the basement and we keep our wine stash down here Mm -hmm. so that I don't accidentally open a bottle of the wine on a dime when maybe mm. a Friday happens and I need some some chill time, yeah. Um, so I keep it down in the basement, and it's always great. Like, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for you guys to be like, okay, this red is too dang cold. But now that it, <laughs> it's, the weather's warming up, I feel like we'll be okay.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's never been super cold though. I think it's been okay.
0: Yeah, it's a good good temperature. Yeah. Um, the second myth is you have to pair red wine with meat. And white wine with fish, which I have heard, but I'm never good about. Yeah, pairings. I've never
1: done pairings well.
0: It is a safe rule of thumb. There are plenty of exceptions when it comes to fish. You can go with lighter reds with low tannins, and there's several of them <laughs> that you can you can find that yep. are like that. Mm-hmm. The same mentality goes for meat. While a fatty, juicy steak—oh, I love steak—would <laughs> would, uh, would uh, <laughs> overpowered by a zesty, light-bodied white like sincere there are certain whites that can stand up next to meat. you need something that is bold enough to stand up to the flavor of whatever meat you're eating like a big chardonnay or maybe a rhone valley white to do the trick i don't i've never even heard of a rhone valley me either all right (laughs) so i love this next one (laughs) (laughs) after having to open a freaking cork tonight i am all about the screw taps
1: yes So the third myth is that screw top wines are garbage, which we actually have been getting really excited every time we get a wine that has a screw top on it because (laughs) Because we I don't have a good
0: wine opener. We
1: struggle getting the wine corks out. So, in the past, screw-top wines were considered cheap or inferior to wines sealed with a cork. But today, the distinction between cork and screw-top bottles has become much hazier. Thanks to a new technology, screw-tops can actually be much more dependable than corks, When, wait, which vary in their ability to prevent oxidation within the bottle. Sure, most of the world's fancy wine is bottled with cork, but that has more to do with perception for just about anything intended to be drunk within a year or two after bottling screw cap is great so you know screw it or not nobody cares just drink it if it's good
0: (laughs) nice yeah i try so the next myth is chardonnay is always buttery and rich I, I don't know that I've had many Chardonnays that are buttery. Yeah, I don't think I... What does I mean, buttery mean? I don't, I don't drink a lot of white
1: wine, as we know, oh, yeah. but Chardonnays, I've, anytime I've had one, it's never f- tasted buttery.
0: Well, maybe we're drinking the wrong Chardonnays. Oh,
1: man. Maybe our Vivino app will tell us of a buttery Chardonnay and I'll find one.
0: So, bust in this myth. Um, Chardonnay has an unfortunate reputation. Because people assume that it's always big, rich, and buttery. But the truth, the truth, Chardonnay is actually an incredibly neutral grape that gets its taste from the soil in which it's grown and the style used by the winemaker. For Chardonnays that aren't rich and buttery in the slightest, look for bottles from a cool climate. Region in California like Santa Barbara or the region of Chablis in Burgundy. Wines from the entire region of Chablis are bright, citrusy, and taste of fresh lemon and crushed seashells. Who the fuck wants to drink crushed seashells? I knew you were going to say that as soon as I said it. (laughs) I was all excited about the fresh lemon, and then I hit crushed seashells, and I was like, oh, crap, here we go. (laughs)
1: And you wonder why I don't drink white wine because it tastes like crushed seashells. Ooh, I love champagne. (laughs) So, as you may have guessed, (laughs) the next myth is about champagne. Champagne should be served in flutes, which I don't think I've ever followed that rule either. Just serve it to me in whatever you want to serve it to me in. Yeah. Um, Alcohol is alcohol, right? Yeah. So the truth is that, sure, people enjoy drinking champagne and flutes for that fancy feeling. But if you pop a bottle of bubbly for your guests and don't have flutes on hand, you're not doing the wine a disservice. It takes a long time to make champagne. And throughout the process, the sparkling wine develops complex flavors and aromas. God damn it, like butter. Toast, <laughs> a white cherry, and even a certain nuttiness. Again, why the fuck do I want to drink a wine? Why is champagne butter, toast, and nuttiness? There no. are
0: commas between all
1: of those words. Butter. I know, but toast. still. I don't <laughs> want to drink anything that tastes like butter.
0: That's why you don't like white things. Clearly. <sighs> white wine. Yes. <laughs> I,
1: my husband isn't white either, though, so it's
0: fine. <gasps> Next. Oh, white wine does not contain sulfates. mm So... Sh- We often hear people say that that they only drink white wine because they're allergic to sulfites. In reality, though, white wines actually contain more added sulfur dioxide. Oh, that's great. Than reds. Sulfites occur naturally during the fermentation process. So all wines, red, white, and rosé, contain some level of them.
1: You know, we actually haven't had rosé on our podcast. I don't
0: know if you would like it. Do you like rosé? I don't
1: know. Maybe I'll buy some this weekend and I'll bring it next week.
0: Yeah. All right. It's so trendy. It's I like know. Unicorns. Well, and it's
1: pretty. I bet there's a unicorn rosé wine. I'm gonna find it.
0: Miss mission. What is wrong
1: with me? I, I think it's Wednesday. Oh. We're struggling. It's Wednesday. Ashley's not here. There's a lot, lot going on. All right. The seventh myth is that all wine is meant to be aged. So while you would be wise to age a great 2007 vintage of Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa Valley, not all wine is meant to be aged. <laughs> Can you think so? All wines have different lifespans, which is dependent on tons of factors such as the soil it's grown in, again with the soil. The quality of the grapes harvested in a particular year and the techniques and decisions a winemaker uses during the winemaking process. Many rosés, for example, are meant to be drunk in one season, while fine red wines can improve for decades. So how do you know when to drink a wine young and when to keep it in the cellar? It's suggested that reading up on the wine before you buy it or consulting your trusted wine shop or that sommelier, sommelier thing for advice. Yeah, I'm just going to drink the wine. I'm not really planning on reading my, about my wine before I go to the store. I'm just going to drink it.
0: But that's why we have the Vivino app.
1: Yes, that is why we have if the Vivino If you want app. to do that. Yes, you are correct. Nice you job. know,
0: some of my worst hangovers have come from wine.
1: Yeah, do you know that they make something to help reduce the hangovers? There's like a Water? little... No. <laughs> There's like a little, like an aerator, aerator, but um, it takes out the tannins or the whatever that causes the hangovers Mm because red wine tends to give you the worst hangovers (laughs) trust me i know um
0: sangria can be pretty bad because it's all the sugar oh my god
1: sangria is so good though yeah um
0: but yeah i had some of the worst drunk vomits with sangria Mm. like over friends porches before they had kids not that (laughs) that that matters It was a long time ago. I like that that was the classifier, though. (laughs) Well, I thought of them and went, oh, but it was before they had kids. Not like anyone knew who I was. Anyway. The next myth is natural (laughs) wines don't lead to hangovers. If you drink a lot of wine, natural wines included, you're probably going to feel hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Natural wines are still alcoholic, and alcohol is normally what makes you feel bad after drinking it. Not tannins or, again, sulfites. If you get headaches from drinking wine... Keep an eye on the alcohol content. Wine with a higher alcohol by volume, that's what we meant earlier. Mm, yes. Are most likely to give you a hangover and it dehydrates you. That's why you get hungover. Like, it, like, sucks all the moisture out of your body and your brain I you. what's natural?
1: I don't know that I've ever had a natural wine. Is there, like, a section in the liquor store that sells natural wine? Something to
0: come back to, I guess. All right. Okay.
1: Our ninth and final myth, sweet wines should be paired with dessert. That is the worst idea ever because they're so sweet. But that's my own personal opinion. Generally speaking, sweet wines are meant to be drunk with dessert, but there is a whole spectrum of sweetness to think about. So there are a number of wines out there that have a touch of sweetness, but that are not actually um, at a dessert level sweet. So for such wines, keep an eye out for German wines that have cabinet on the bottle and Riesling's labeled spat lease sounds like someone spit in it it's like they spat in it which by the way there's like this little like gif of um is it a gif or a
0: gif i don't know
1: okay of uh rose from titanic which nick um from nick and regan Oh, okay. um, is Thank a huge you for yes. He's a huge Titanic fan.
0: I haven't watched that movie in forever.
1: Oh, he watches it probably like at least once a month. That's I'm a guessing. Long movie. He loves it. He's we actually when we went to Vegas all together, we actually went and saw like the whole Titanic thing, and we got these little cards where you're like a person, actual person on the Titanic. I was the only one who survived. Um, Good job. Yeah, Nick was not not thrilled with that because he loves the Titanic so much, and he died. Ooh. Um. So, yeah. Anyways, those are nine myths that we proved wrong. Did you happen to notice that so, what? Go ahead. Did you happen to notice that so many of them were about white wines? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why that
0: is. Stop judging white wine. I, so, in this, in this gif, we have Billy Zane in the background. Oh. I wanted to marry that man really? when Titanic came out. Interesting. I just thought he was the cutest guy ever, and then I realized that was a toupee.
1: I did He's not know bold.
0: that. What? He's bald.
1: I bet Nick is listening to this right now going, Amber, how did you not know that? I did not know that he was bald. Yeah. So do you and Steve have like a top five, like the top five list? Do you know from friends when they make the five list of people that you can sleep with? No. Uh, Nick and I do.
0: I feel like that creates like cracks because like we like trust is a foundation of any relationship, right? Yeah. But when your husband travels as much as mine does, we have to have, like, a triple layer of trust. And if we were to create a list like that and, like, he's out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and I'm like, hey, guess what? I ran into number three. Right. See, I just don't want to ever that. Well, and he does know a
1: lot of famous people. Yeah. So there's that. Except for he still doesn't know the most important famous person in my life which would be Luke Bryan or Aaron Rodgers. So I really need him to hook me up with a Luke Bryan outing because he's on my top five.
0: He definitely knew Luke Bryan when he was in radio. (sighs) Like, I met Luke Bryan several times. I agree. Because of Steve. Um, how come you've never told me that you've met Luke Bryan? Oh, I've met him tons. When Steve was in radio, and even before Steve was in radio, Luke Bryan came to the Grizzly Rose during stock show and played three nights in a row, two nights in a row. I'm really struggling right now. Something like right that. Anymore or, no, no, he did not. He did not. He did not. That was somebody else. But when Luke Bryan did play the Grizzly Rose and I was working, I was like, you know what? I work really hard for you guys. All I need is a meet and greet. Uh, yeah. And I got to meet him. And then I started dating Steve. We went to the uh, Las Vegas for the ACMs oh, when he yeah. was in radio, and Luke Bryan was uh, came by the table and did an interview, and yeah, and Steve made fun of him, told him he sounded like Gomer Pyle. I don't know what that is the Andy oh. Griffiths show
1: before oh. your time. I mean, I do know the Andy Griffiths show. I've never watched it, yeah, but I do know of it.
0: But then, yeah, Steve dropped radio and dropped all my favorite people. What the hell, Steve? I know. All right. Happy His happiness matters. But speaking of crushes, oh, did hmm. we want to talk about the list? No. I was just asking.
1: Since you said that you wanted to marry that guy, I just, it came up because Nick was and a I were talking about it. was a long time ago.
0: It was in like high school, Steve. Uh,
1: Nick case. and I were talking yeah, about it the other day because I always sense. forget who his crushes, like who his celebrity crushes you are. Need to,
0: you need to document that because what know. if he just runs into someone and he's like, oh, they I'm, were my number two.
1: I'm pretty sure Jennifer Aniston is not sleeping with my husband. I'm just not saying. today. Honestly, I think that if he ran into Jennifer Aniston, I would would be like, all right, I could see that. Go for it. I agree. I agree. I mean, I would sleep with Jennifer Aniston if she let me. There you go. So, you know, maybe we could have a threesome.
0: There there we go. There we go. You know what happened to me this weekend? Speaking of crushes. Yeah, I know. One of my biggest music crushes came to Denver for two nights in a row, and I was there for both nights. I know. And so the first night was was low key chill. I drove. It was snowing. Oh yeah, it yeah. was. I yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. about that. Um and my girlfriend and I sat uh, not really in the way back but like in the middle back center so we were able to see but not in the crazy land. There were a lot of young people there Friday night. Oh, really? Yeah. And I guess then I could see that. Saturday night we go back and we had seats that were closer. We had actual like seats. Ooh. And um the crowd was a little bit older. And I just love him. Like Steve hates him. And I don't know if it's because my crush was so strong, like Yeah, maybe like as soon as I like fell into Chase Rice music, I was like obsessed. <laughs> and then like we um me and my friend Amy were at a Chase Rice concert. And, like, he comes down off the stage, and he, like, walks up to her, and she has these beautiful boobs and his long blonde hair. And um, Chase, like, looks at me and then looks at her and looks down at her her <laughs> blessings and, like, walks right past me. And I was like, cross. I was so crushed. Like, I I broke up with him. I'm like, I'm done. I deleted all his music. I unfollowed him. And I was like, Steve, guess what? I broke up with Chase Rice. And he's like, okay, weirdo. Um, (laughs) But I did it. But then, like, I I came around, and I really do love his music. Yeah. He just happens to be a decent guy to look at.
1: Yeah. I actually have been listening to his new
0: uh, album. Oh, very Nice. So I wanted to share my top three Chase Rice songs. Ooh yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, I wanna hear. So um while I pull these up, he has several albums out. He's had quite a long career, but not everyone knows where like knows who he is. Yeah. Um, so this is my first one. We
1: do. Wow. That's what we, do, that's, what we love. that's how we, were raised, how
0: we grew up. Okay. Nice. Um, I could not have queued that up any better.
1: I know. That was
0: really nice. <laughs> I, I'm I was not going to again. That's um, Everybody We Know Does. It's a single. It, it wasn't released. Uh, it may have been released on the latest album. Maybe. What but was it called? Everybody We Know Does.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not on his new album.
0: Yeah. So it was kind of a, a single. Um, oh. And then my next one is from his new album. It's... Um, it's called three chords and the truth and you have to watch the video because it's so amazing amazing so put that on your to-do list three chords and a truth do i not have three chords and the truth i woke up singing this song this morning his raspy voice did you find it yet yeah i did i guess
1: i must he, that's on his worldwide album so like his regular album it doesn't have it on there yeah,
0: it does that's the one i pulled it from because i downloaded and Lions. oh no
1: yeah i it's can't track read. number eight oh my god what is with today <laughs> jesus
0: and then from his previous album which is ignite the night which my girlfriend and i both agreed this is his best album so you should probably check that out amber
1: I have it downloaded. Don't give me that. I was 2014
0: Ignite the Night. Listen to this. I'm I'm telling you, we need a video. It's not like exactly like country. (laughs) (laughs) But he did write Cruise. Cruise. He did, yeah. So that's not what you expect when you go to a Chase Russ concert. Yeah. His, and his band is pretty amazing. I,
1: so today, for the first time, I heard his song Lions.
0: Oh, <gasps> that's awesome. what he opens the show with. And it's just like. So it was so mm. funny
1: because when it first came on in my headphones, because I listened to music at work. And so I was like, I'm not sure that I like this song. And then a couple chords in, I was like, oh my God, I love this song. Yes. And it's now like my favorite. I love it, and so you. Good.
0: I, I thought you might be joining us for the concert because my friend Amy was kind of. Yeah, I know not I was committing. waiting. I'm sorry,
1: but instead I hung out with a six year old and an eleven year old who played on his cell phone the entire evening. I'm sorry. Six year old, awesome. Eleven year old played on his cell phone the entire evening.
0: I'm sorry. You were the alternate. You volunteered to be the alternate. I did. And then my my friend who just had a baby. Oh, very nice. Like a few months ago. This was her her. first time out since having the baby. Good for her. That's awesome. I'm glad she got out. But the next time he's in town, it's on. It's on. Yeah.
1: I know. I was looking for some new uh, concerts at Grizzly Rose to see, but.
0: Let me know. I know. I keep trying to look to
1: see what is out there, but I got to really like them. GrizzlyRose.com.
0: I know. (laughs) Oh, there's just no one you like? I just
1: haven't found any. Like, there's some that I kind of like, but eh, not enough that I really want to buy tickets to go see.
0: Got it. Got it. The nice thing about the Grizzly Rose is that they're usually, like, not super famous. Yeah. And so tickets are, like, reasonably priced. Oh, yeah. I think with Taylor Swift and Miranda Lambert, um, they booked them before they hit big, and then they hit big in between them booking them and them actually showing up. Oh, nice. So, like, they packed out the house. Like, I remember when Miranda Lambert was booked, and um, I was working as a waitress at the Grizzly Rose, and one of the managers came came up to me before it was ever published that she was booked. And he was like, okay, Janet, (laughs) there's a (laughs) concert coming on this date, and if I... Make sure that you meet Miranda. (laughs) Um, Will you work it? And I was like, (gasps) yes. He's like, you can't tell anyone. It's not published yet. So I agreed. I worked it. And did I get to meet her?
1: Oh, no. That
0: manager's no longer there. So no reflection of the current Grizzly Rose status. But I was so sad. So sad. Mm, and then um, one of the house band was recording a music video the next morning oh. at the Grizzly Rose, and was like, "Hey, will you be in the music video?" And I was like, "Sure, whatever." I hate my life, <laughs> so I had to be like, uh, "I stay." I work a day job, work Miranda Lambert, got my heart broken, and then was at the Grizzly Rose the next day and was in their music video. It was fun, yes. but it was a long weekend. Oh, yeah, long, I bet. Forget it. Huh. What is self-helpless?
1: You don't know?
0: I guess I don't. <laughs> what is so, Self-Helpless?
1: Um, last week, we didn't talk about any of the podcasts that we're listening to. So Self-Helpless is the podcast. I um, think I
0: may know. And I think I, I may so have heard.
1: I had recommended it um a little while back, and I have been getting into it so much that I actually like went back and downloaded some of their previous podcasts. Previous.
0: Yeah, how's that going? Um,
1: yeah, great. <laughs> uh, Hello, Wednesday. Um, previous yes. episodes.
0: Okay, so I just listened to their latest one about orgasms. Yeah.
1: That was such a good episode. It
0: really was. I was like, "What am I getting into? Amber, don't get any ideas. I know. We're not going into this territory."
1: <laughs> you know what when, when I first read, when I first saw it come up, I was like, "Oh hell, Janet's going to fucking see this and no, be like, nope." No.
0: I was on my way to my tax guy. It was over an hour drive and I was like, "Why not?" It was such a good episode, though. Like, I it really was
1: very educational. I know, and I felt like very like empowered to be okay with like my sex life and yes. conversations about sex. I thought it was a great episode and very well done considering the context of it, which right. was orgasms they and it sex toys, and
0: way better than I. Oh ever my god! Could. If you tried to talk like that, I I would just be like,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And then I did have the thought where I was like, Janet, we should talk about that. No. But I was like, Janet's not going to go for no. it. So, no. Sorry. Um, but, yeah. No, I've really been enjoying their podcast. I think um, it isn't as raunchy as Lady Gang. and Correct. They make it classy. Yeah. And they have a great, like, flow.
0: Yes, they do. And I, I listened to it on my way to Nebraska. Not Nebraska. North Dakota. Oh, yeah. And I, that's when I fell in love with them.
1: And I really like their opening like song. Mm-hmm. I sing it like randomly. We need a song. I was thinking the same thing. I was like,
0: oh, we, we totally need a new music song. person to write us a song. Right? Who do we know?
1: I don't know. And Buckstein.
0: I We don't know. Know him. We can figure it out.
1: <laughs> I'll go to Grizzly Rose and talk to him. I mean, I'll it's fine.
0: You you take a bullet.
1: Yeah, I'll totally take a bullet. <laughs> it's fine, guys.
0: I also found a new podcast. Ooh, it's called Coco Caliente um it's two people that were on big brother oh i was gonna say is it coconuts yes that's her nickname yes her and her fiance victor who is caliente so it's coco and caliente and they just recently started a podcast i I think they were on caitlin bristow's podcast they were and then they had caitlin and jason on their podcast and so i subscribed and i listened to the first time for the first time after the caitlin podcast and it's really good I really like them.
1: I was thinking about. Um, I started following. Um, what is her real name? Coconuts. I can't remember what her real name is, but I started following her on Instagram, and then I was going to listen to the podcast, and I completely forgot about it. So I'm very glad you brought it up.
0: Yes, you should subscribe right now.
1: I'm. I'm doing it right now. As soon as I can figure out how to. Nicole function. Franzel.
0: Oh my God! She won. She won. She did. Big Brother, the second time she was on. Yeah, which is kind of a like, really like they let her get that far after this is her second time being on. I know Nick really liked her. She's adorable, except her voice is a little whiny.
1: And that was a little whiny. I I, I still
0: like her podcast.
1: Yeah, she's pretty cute.
0: So some breaking news came out today. Did it about my girl, Britney Spears. Oh my god, I know I saw that. I actually saw it right before I came here. And so I like did some research just to try and find out what was going on cuz the first headline I saw was Britney Spears is taking me time amid father's help battle, which back in um oh goodness, it was probably the fall or, like, maybe close to, to spring. Um, Britney was supposed to be kicking off a new residency. She had been at Planet Hollywood, and she was going to be at the MGM Grand. But she put her Vegas residency on hold to care for her dad. Um, and, and I never really saw, like, why or what was up. And her dad was her conservator. Conservator? The person that took care of her and her money, because she That'd kind be of went right off to the be. deep end in 2006. Yeah. Well, um I guess Wednesday that's today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she posted a picture of a quote that read fall in love with taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit. Um, along with the caption, we all need to take time for a little me time. So a close uh, a close source to the family tells People Magazine that Britney just needed to focus on herself as she cares for her father, Jamie, after his life-threatening colon rupture. I was like, ah, that, yeah, sounds, that sounds painful. Horrible. And that, so then I, I Google, I'm like, what is going on? So then I go to TMZ.com, super reputable source.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: Um, so according to them, Britney has been cold. Like, distraught over her dad's illness. Um, Jamie Spears, who is her dad, not Jamie Lynn, who is her sister, but Jamie Spears has now had two surgeries to correct major issues with his intestines and colon. The second surgery was recent, but he's been suffering complications. Um, And so a source says that Brittany checked herself into a facility about a week ago where she'll live for 30 days. That's insane. So, I
1: did not read that. I knew that her dad was um, having some health issues, but I didn't read the rest of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I did. I I did a deep dive because Brittany was like my girl before Miranda came along.
1: Oh, there was a picture I saw of her that did not look ideal. Like recent? Yeah.
0: Oh, Brittany.
1: But yeah. Come back to us. We know. It's sad.
0: In other happier news, there's a baby that's supposed to be popping soon. Oh, huh. Meghan Markle. Oh, right. <laughs> what What did you think when I said that? I, it was
1: more just the transition of like, oh,
0: I'm trying to be like, I know. Sad, I, sad, sad. Pray for Britney. Okay, let's be more positive. Right. Yeah. No. Am I, I moving too fast? No, we're good. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you a Royals fan? I Not am the baseball team. I like that
1: you knew the Royals were a baseball I'm from team from Missouri. But also, we have a Royals that's in our league for what the game oh, that Nick and I—that's not the fucking I Hate them. They're they're fucking horrible. I hate them. Okay. So, anyways, uh, Royals. Yeah, a baby, coming. Cool. Yeah, Meghan Markle. Gender uh, neutral. What?
0: You've heard that. Mm? You think it's true? No. Okay. Well, so, maybe
1: well. Megan, I could see being like, we're going to treat this baby like a, like a gender, gender neutral.
0: So like, I was so Princess Diana, like I yes. wanted to be her when she died. I cried. I collected newspapers with all of the stories of like, it was kind of obsessive a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, So, like, Meghan Markle has some, like, Princess Diana vibes where she's always trying to, like, buck the system? Yeah. What was that face?
1: Uh, Me thinking that I might need to blow my nose.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) While you do that, I'm going to talk about royal dads in the delivery room um, and how the tradition has evolved. So let's start with Prince Philip. That is Queen Elizabeth's husband. If you watch – what's that? What's that show that talks about the royal family? It's like a portrayal. E.T.? No. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) lanta. Anyway, Prince Philip. While Prince Philip was at the royal residence during his first son's birth, which is where the birth occurred, he wasn't by his wife's side. Instead, get this. Get this. W- he was reportedly getting in a game of squash with his private secretary <laughs> and swimming laps in a different part of the estate during Elizabeth's 30-hour would, labor.
1: Oh, I would cut Nick's sack off.
0: But that was typical for the time.
1: No, I don't care. She's the qu-
0: princess. But Queen-ish that was... No, is it Queen Elizabeth?
1: It is Queen Elizabeth. I got confused with the Prince Philip thing. Oh. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they had Prince Charles... Who married Princess Diana. Prince Charles. Mm, okay. What?
1: No, they, I, I'm not a huge Prince Charles fan.
0: Nobody is.
1: Yeah, he's you, kind of a dick.
0: If you follow the royals, he, he cheated on Diana with Camilla. Now he's with Camilla. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. So, um, always a groundbreaker and a tastemaker. I don't know what that means. Tastemaker? it says. Princess Diana decided to buck the trend of giving birth at Buckingham Palace and instead decided to have their baby at a Hospital.
1: What? But that's why Princess Diana was so great.
0: She asked doctors to induce labor because the pressure from the media had become too much to bear, according to her biographer. Um, she gave birth to Prince William in the Lindo wing of St. Mary's Hospital with Prince Charles firmly by her side. This is the first time I've been like, good All job, right. Prince Charles.
1: Nice job, idiot.
0: And then you have Prince William, who I had the biggest crush on until he lost his hair. I know. What was that? I was like,
1: oh, remember when all the women used to want to marry you? And now we're like, oh, we're so glad we did not
0: get that. So following in Diana's footsteps, Kate Middleton, who he's married to, and Prince William welcomed their first son, George, in the Lindo Wing of St. Mary's Hospital in 2013. Kensington Palace confirmed that Prince William was in the room when Kate Middleton gave birth. Of
1: course he was. Yes.
0: And now we come to Prince Harry. He'll be in
1: I'm sorry. Why are you
0: punching things? I know, I'm sorry. Don't punch things. You're excited about...
1: I am. About this new baby.
0: Well, while all signs point to Harry keeping up the relatively recent tradition of being in the delivery room, it's likely he would be by her side, even if the tradition was still in the opposite, because the royal couple loves nothing more than to break old royal protocol.
1: I do have to say that I am really loving, despite the scrutiny that kind of comes around Prince Harry and Meghan Markle... Um, which what is she called? She's the Duchess, the Duchess, Duchess of, of Sussex.
0: Sussex. Great. They have their own Instagram account now. What? I thought Kensington that was a- Palace has their okay. own. Uh, yeah, I followed it. I didn't think that they were allowed to have. Okay. No, they have photographers that follow them. For t- <laughs> so it's not photographers. Actually. It's people that post on their behalf. Oh, so it's, and not it's actually Sussex bad. royal, and yeah, it wasn't an April Fool's. There's so- two photos Janet because the account was started 2 days ago. All right. But anyways, <laughs> I on.
1: really like that couple. I think that they're so great because Prince Harry is also so um he ended up being the cool one. Yeah, and he's just he just loves you can tell how much he loves Meghan. I'm not saying that Prince William doesn't love Kate.
0: I hear rumors of Prince William cheating. Really? And that is why there's been a rift between Harry and Megan and William and Kate because it was a friend of the family and but this is just rumors William won't call me back.
1: Oh, bastard. Um I don't know. I just love how Prince Harry is with Megan. Yeah, I think it's they seem very so sweet. Happy. Yeah. I just I love it.
0: And it sounds like they might be trying to buck the system even more um and have um their child born in a private maternity ward near the residences.
1: Because they moved out of
0: they're Buckingham. in yes. Yes. They're in their own place. Yeah. I don't So instead don't of like Linda Wing of St. Mary's, they're thinking about having it in Frogmore Cottage in Windsor. Frogmore Cottage. Right? I feel like she should have it in a car. In a car? Maybe like a carriage. That would be like way paparazzi. <laughs> a carriage.
1: A carriage with tinted windows.
0: With tinted windows. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we have hit an hour. But I okay. We got things to talk about next week. Oh, fine. Ashley will still not be with us next week? I
1: know, what the hell.
0: Unless she decides to not go to New York.
1: Right. That is always a possibility. <laughs> but, but I Ashley, I doubt if it. You, if
0: you decide to not go to New York, you you can come here to the basement. Yeah. We'll be here with open
1: arms. Yes. We'll even play that song for you. What song? Oh, I don't know. There's a song about like open Not arms. Having open
0: arms. Okay. No. Yeah well make sure and share us with your friends find us on all our social medias we have all of them um, listed down below and we'll be back next week real quick before we're gonna be back next week we got our positive poly moment
1: we do have a positive poly moment what you got Amber um it's okay if you fall down and lose your spark just make sure that when you get back up you rise as the whole damn fire
0: this girl is on fire yeah see yeah All right, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.